Thank you for joining us on this week's episode of the NACF Podcast. This week's episode is our Christmas episode because Christmas will come before service next week. The title of today's episode is Let Earth Receive Her King, featuring Senior Pastor Dr. Naida M. Parson. Let's go to the Word of God. The Spirit of the Lord is in His place. Thank you, praise and worship team. Matthew chapter 2, verse 1 and 2, and then verse 11, and then Luke chapter 2, verses 11 through 14. We're going to do all of it in the King James Version this morning, and it's there for you on the screen. And it is our custom here to stand in reverence to the reading of the Word of God. It's there for you on the screen. Let's read together. Now, when Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea, in the days of Herod the king, behold, there came wise men from the east to Jerusalem, saying, Where is he that is born king of the Jews? For we have seen his star in the east and are come to worship him. Verse 11, And when they were come into the house, they saw the young child with Mary his mother, And fell down and worshipped him. And when they had opened their treasures, they presented unto him gifts, gold and frankincense and myrrh. Luke chapter 2 verse 11. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. And this shall be a sign unto you, that ye shall find the babe wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly hosts praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest and on earth, peace, goodwill toward men. Our topic this afternoon is let earth receive her king. Let earth receive her king. Joy to the world, the Lord is come. Let earth receive her King.
to the end of our year of the walk, but we're going to keep walking. Because we've learned how to walk closer and more intimately with God this year. And this last part of the year, we have been walking in the rain. And the rain is the rule, the authority, and the dominion of born-again, spirit-filled believers. We found out that the rain is in the name, and that name is Jesus. And so as we prepare this week to celebrate his birth, I want to remind you that the only reason that we can walk in the rain, the only reason that we rule, the only reason that we have authority over our circumstances, the only reason that we can exercise dominion over our lives is because King Jesus reigns. Somebody say, King Jesus reigns. He is in charge. He has all power. He is in ultimate control. He is the righteous son of God. King Jesus reigns of him and through him and to him are all things. King Jesus reigns no matter what it looks like out there. No matter how chaotic things in this world may seem, his method is supreme to this madness. And he knows exactly what he's doing. There is no fear. There is no anxiety in heaven right now because King Jesus reigns. What we're trying to figure out, he's already worked out. He is not at the edge of his throne trying to calculate his next move. Everything will happen according to what has been scripted in his plan and his purpose. King Jesus reigns. He reigns high above the earth. King Jesus reigns. We reign because he reigns. We reign in his name. Y you see... Human beings were given this earth to rule it and to have dominion, but we messed it up. We gave the devil our obedience. We sold ourselves out. So you just tell somebody, you a sellout. You a sellout. And because we sold out, we should have been separated from God forever. We had dug ourselves so deep deep in evil that we couldn't get our own selves out but God had a plan to get us out out of this earth and back into his kingdom so he sent a king to the earth to bring us back to the kingdom even while we still lived on the earth because this kingdom is a spiritual kingdom it's bigger than the earth it lasts forever it's here right now and it's going to be here after the earth is gone and Jesus then came to the earth as the king of this spiritual kingdom. He defeated the devil while he was here on earth. But before he left the earth to return to heaven, he let us know that all power, all authority in heaven and in the earth was given to him. King Jesus reigns. So this Christmas, so, so Christmas is, is a time that we celebrate that the earth received her king. But how do you receive a king? So there are some places in the world that still have kings and queens. And so when you receive them, you bow or you curtsy or you kiss the ring. Say if you're in Zamunda, you throw petals on the floor so the king can walk on them. If you're in Wakanda, you cross your arms in the front. <laughs> you dress up, or, you, or at least you clean up. You bring gifts sometimes. You honor them, your majesty. You kneel, my king, or my queen. You bless them, long live the king. You serve them as you wish, sire. You see, there's a way to receive a king. But Jesus is the king of kings. He is the supreme being. He is both God and man. And his kingdom is not of, of this world. So how do you receive this king? Because Jesus has not only come to this earth, but he has come to you personally. So how do you receive your king? What would be the proper way to receive our king? Well, we find the answer throughout the Christmas story. And the first one that is mentioned is his stepfather, Joseph. How did Joseph receive his king? Joseph received him with obedience. 
the obedience. He found out that his fiance was pregnant and he was going to divorce her because uh, uh, engagement in that day was legal. And if you broke an engagement, you had to legally get a divorce. And he was getting ready to divorce her because she's pregnant. And, but in a dream, an angel came and he told him, look, your girl Mary, she didn't stop step out on you. This baby is from the Holy Spirit, and he is the promised Messiah. This is a king that you all have been waiting for for generations. So please go ahead and marry her and raise this child and name him Jesus. And though it messed up all his wedding plans, it messed up everything. He, he had received his king with obedience. He took the scrutiny and he took the mean looks and he married her anyway. And he became a stepfather to the king. Joseph received him with obedience. And then there was Mary herself. A crazy conversation that Mary had with an angel. <laughs> You're highly favored. And by the way, it's going to wreck your life. And I don't know if I got any witnesses in here that have had that conversation. Let me look at this quote over here. You are highly favored. And by the way, <laughs> it's going to wreck your life. And so uh, she, you're going to be pregnant by the Holy Spirit uh, like nobody's going to believe you. But this baby is the king of glory. He told Mary, he, he'll be great. He'll be called the son of the most high. And the Lord God is going to give him the throne of David. And he's going to reign forever. His kingdom will never end. And how did Mary receive her king? Mary received him with an amen. Who am I talking to? After she asked a few questions, she just said, amen. Amen means so be it. She said to the angel, let it be to me just what you have said. Somebody needs to say that today. Let it be to me just what he has said. Amen. Let's do this. Yes, Lord. Whatever you say, I agree. Amen. Let's do this. Yes, Lord. Whatever you say, I agree. I'm going to do it one more time for somebody. Amen. Let's do this. Yes, Lord. Whatever you say, I agree. Mary received him with an amen. And then there were the shepherds. They were watching their sheep the night that Jesus was born. And all of a sudden, all these angels were singing. And a light show broke, broke out all over the heavens. And they started freaking out. So the angels said, fear not. This is good news. The earth is just receiving her king. So you go see him. Go to Bethlehem. They went to Bethlehem. They find him. He's in a manger. He's wrapped in swaddling clothes. They went. They saw him. Then they told everybody. So the shepherds received him by spreading the news. The shepherds received him by telling everybody. They told everyone what they had seen and what they had heard. They were just some nobodies telling everybody about somebody who could save anybody. How did they receive their king? By spreading the news to everybody. And then a few years later, another group came looking for the king. They've been called the wise men or the magi. And some called them kings as well. They were from the far east, and they studied the stars and prophecy. And, and the night that Jesus was born, God sent a sign. He sent a special star, but it wasn't behaving like the rest of the stars. Because y'all know the stars are just up there, and the earth spins on its axis. Y'all go back to science to, with me. Go back to astronomy with me. And then the earth rotates around the sun while it's rotating on its axle. But here's this star. So, you know, when you look at the stars one time, then you look at them again in another place and look in. But this star wasn't acting like the rest of the stars. It's just good to me. This star kept staying over one place. So as the earth moved around, this star was following this one place. And then as the Earth moved around the sun. This star was staying over this one place. It, it, it wasn't acting like the rest of the stars. No matter where the earth moved, it stayed over the same location. It 
And so they begin to connect the prophecies and the timing and the signs. And they, they figured out that a king was being born. And it took them a while to pack up and to travel, but they followed the star. I know we make it sound like it all happened on the same night, but it didn't. It took them a while to pack up and to travel, but they followed that star. And when they found the king, the wise men received him through worship. They worshiped, not only by bowing, falling on their face and their knees before him, but they also worship by giving. It's called worship in giving. Worship in giving. It, 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 they took what was valuable to them and gave it to him. And this is the tradition of gift giving at, at Christmas. It started with God. God gave his son. Then the son was given so that he could give his life. And then those came and they began to give to their king as an act of their worship. So the wise men received him through worship. And then there were two more people in this story. We don't talk about very often. There was this righteous man named Simeon. And a prophetess named Anna. And Simeon and Anna received him by affirming who he is. Well, when, when Simeon saw him, he, he, he went up into a praise. The Bible says that Simeon took the baby in his arms and he began to, to praise God saying, Sovereign Lord, as you have promised, you may now dismiss your servant in peace for my eyes have seen your salvation which you have prepared in the sight of all nations a light for a revelation to the Gentiles and the glory of your people Israel. And when they took him to that temple, they, they, were, they were tripping because the, the Mary and Joseph was listening to what was said about it. And Anna too. Anna was in the temple. When, when she saw the Christ child in the temple, the Bible says coming up to them at that very moment, she gave thanks to God and spoke and spoke and spoke about the child because they were the ones that they were looking for the redemption of Jerusalem. See, both of them received the king by affirming who he is. He's a Messiah. He's a promised one. He's a savior. He's the light to the Gentiles. That's all the people who don't know God. He's going to bring those people to God. He's the one that everyone had been waiting for to bring them back to God. So we see then that we got several ways to receive the king. They had many ways to receive the king with obedience, with an amen, meaning with agreement, with spreading the news about him, with worship and giving with affirming who he is, but how should we receive our king? So God wanted me to share with you what he would love to see from us today, this Christmas week. How do you receive your king? And so he gave me four things to talk about but in general, when we say let earth receive her king, and he's talking about you today, we are to receive him in sacrificial gratitude. We are to receive him in sacrificial gratitude. I want you to keep that in your mind. So everybody say sacrificial gratitude. Gratitude. Be thankful for the gift of Jesus. Be thankful for the gift of Jesus. Be thankful that he's allowed you to walk with him. You. He's allowed you to walk with him. Be thankful. Have some gratitude for the gift that he came down here to give you personally. That gift is to be in habitual Fellowship with the king, a constant fellowship with the king, to be able to walk in the rain with the king, to be able to have a power walk with the king of glory. Appreciate the fact that you have been given the opportunity to know the God of the universe through his son, Jesus Christ, and that gives you everlasting life is gratitude. It is so frustrating to give to people who have no gratitude. Many of you will experience that this weekend. 
your children, your spouses, maybe even your parents will receive gift. Give, they'll receive the gifts with complaints, with disappointments. Oh, it's red. I wanted a blue one. Or with that nonchalant, thank you. Oh, thank you. But few will receive their gifts with true gratitude. Especially these entitled children that y'all raising. And the truth of the matter, they're not that different from you. Explain, Lucy. We are so used to having Jesus that we no longer receive him with gratitude. We are so used to having, I've had Jesus for years. I was raised with Jesus. We're so used to him being here that we have forgotten to receive him with gratitude. Do you understand what an honor it is to know him? What an honor it is that you're sitting here right now listening to the Christmas story again. Do you understand what a privilege it is to hear the gospel again when so many people have not even heard it for the first time and many, many people that will never hear the gospel again? Yeah, we're so used to it. We don't receive him with gratitude. It's like water in the United States. We were talking about this at the table the other day. You go to a restaurant, and they bring it to you for free. You seldom even say thank you to the waitress or the waiter for the water because you're so used to getting it. And if you do say thank you, you do it out of politeness and not out of gratitude. You're not grateful for a glass of water. Not in the United States. You don't even drink it half the time. You, you might sip it if, if something don't go down your throat right. But other than that, it's just a glass of water. Matter of fact, you even get an attitude if they don't bring you a straw. They, they bring you a glass of water and you, you need a straw. Can, can I get a straw? When there are people in the world that haven't even seen a glass of water. There are people in countries that cannot imagine somebody bringing you a glass of clean water. There are people who have to walk for miles to get some dirty water. Or they bathe in the same water that they drink and have the animals in the water as well. But we got so much easy access to water, we even choose our favorite bread. When all of us H2O. Here, the, the praise team seen one brand, but they always bring me Arrowhead. Yeah, I like Arrowhead. It tastes like Vegas water. It tastes like it got stuff in it, like Vegas water. Well, I drink Fiji. Well, I drink Smart Water. Well, I drink uh, uh, Dasani, and I drink Aquafina. We, we are so used to water, we got the nerve to have a brand. And so when's the last time you were grateful for water? People in other countries, they can't believe it. Do you know what they would do? They have no concept of somebody just giving you some free water. But this is exactly how we receive Jesus. We're so used to having him around that we're not even grateful for him anymore. Matter of fact, we shop around churches to see who's going to serve it up right. Well, I like the way they were serving over here, but every now and then I feel like 
the way they serve it over there. I don't care for how he served over here, so I think I'm going to try how they serve it over there. We treat Jesus about like we treat water. But God wants us to receive the gift of his son with gratitude, understanding what a privilege it is to have him in your life, understanding that you are one of the few chosen, that only a few are chosen. Everybody's not going to make it to heaven, but you've been chosen. The rest of the world is hungry for what you take for granted. He says, receive your king. With gratitude, but not just gratitude, sacrificial gratitude. Sacrifice. A sacrifice is what you give up to receive what you could never afford. A sacrifice is what you give up to receive something that you never could afford. I'm so grateful for the gift that I'll give up what's dear to me so I can receive what I can't afford. And here, not to appease the king, but to please the king and not grieve him as we walk together. As we walk together, I am so grateful that he allows me to walk with him, that I don't want to grieve him as we walk together. See, other religions and other superstitions, they make sacrifices to appease the gods, lowercase gods. They, 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 if, if we do this, if we throw this sacrifice out here, then, then we'll keep them from being mad at us and hurting us, and so they, they appease the gods. They, but this is not to appease the king. You didn't have enough sacrifice to appease him. Jesus is the only one who could take away the sins of the world and to bring us with peace with God. That part had to be done for you. You don't have anything that could have brought you peace with God. You couldn't afford peace with God. And so the sacrifice is not to appease him. It's to please him. Because we're so grateful. We're grateful as we're walking together with him. We're so grateful that he has allowed us to be with him, that we don't want to do anything that makes him grieved or even makes him uncomfortable. That's what gratitude does. That's what grateful people do. I am so grateful. I don't even want you to be uncomfortable, much less be grieved. It's a sacrificial gratitude. I'm so grateful that I want to sacrifice. I want to give up anything that he doesn't like. And so God gave me four areas for you to start with this Christmas week. This is how he wants you to receive your king. And I thought it was kind of weird how he put this together, but I'm going to say what he told me to say. This is how he wants you to receive your king in sacrificial gratitude. The first thing he said is sexual purity. Sexual purity. Lord, I am so grateful for your gift that I receive it by sacrificing all sexual activity outside of marriage because you don't like it. And since you don't like it, I won't keep violating your command in your face. It's disrespectful. It's ungodly. And it hurts you. So I won't disrespect you anymore. No more sexual partners. No more pornography, adultery, threesomes, lust, fantasy lust. Because God, I understand, you created this amazing experience where the man and the woman become one flesh in love and in commitment and in lifelong covenant. And it was a beautiful thing. And we messed it up. With our vile and our immature desires. And I'm sorry, God, that I messed it up like that. And I'm done with it. So I received my king in sacrificial gratitude. God, because you don't like it. Mm-hmm. Next. The next thing he said is take care of your body. This is, this is how I want you to receive me. Take care of your body. So, Lord, it is such an honor to be invited to walk with you. And I know it grieves you to watch me destroy myself. Mm. God, I know it grieves you 
to, for you to watch me destroy myself, and I'm so sorry. My body is your temple, and it's supposed to be used for your glory, and I'm so grateful that I will sacrifice what I want to do with my body so I can do what you want done with my body. So no more alcohol abuse. I'm done with the pills and the marijuana and the meth and the cigarettes and the vape and every addictive and every mind-altering substance, I'm done. I'm done with the laziness, the overeating, the unhealthy amounts of sugar and salt and fat and grease and junk food and fast food. I'm done running myself ragged, overworking, always grinding, always hustling. Now, I can't, won't get on a treadmill for my health, but I'll stay on the tread, treadmill of stress and chasing that dollar. And so now I'm done. And God, taking care of my body, what you want from me is hard for me. It's hard for me. Yeah, that's what makes it a sacrifice. It's hard, but it's simple. Eat right, exercise, take healthy breaks, and keep harmful substances out of my body. It's simple. It's a simple sacrifice. It ain't easy, but it's simple. Eat right, exercise, take healthy breaks, and keep harmful substances out of my body. I don't do it because it's easy. I do it because I'm grateful. How do we... Receive our king with sacrificial gratitude. Third one, treat people well. Treat people well. Stop being so mean. Stop being so dismissive of people. Stop being nice, nasty. Y'all know folk that's nice, nasty. They're using all the polite words, but the attitude behind it is just nasty. Please, well, thank you. <laughs> Don't repay evil for evil. Forgive. Be kind. Don't hate. Stop being rude. You're just rude. I'm just keeping it 100. No, you're rude. I just say what it is. No, you're rude. <laughs> Stop fussing all the time. Criticizing, putting people down all the time. Be merciful, not judgmental. Love people, treat them well. Start at home, start at home. Stop yelling at everybody at the house and don't put your hands on anybody in anger. Don't put your hands, not even your kids, not in anger. Correct them if you're correcting them. But you don't put your hands on anybody in anger. Keep the hurtful statements to yourself. Brother men, some of your statements can be abusive. Emotionally abusive. Putting people down, putting that woman down, putting that wife down, destroying their self-esteem, destroying their self-worth with the things that you say, manipulating their mind by just being verbally abusive. And ladies, those hurtful statements. Ladies, you know, we know how to say something to a man that has snatched the manhood right out of his spirit. Yeah, y'all know we know what to say right now. Whatever man is in your life, there's some things in the back of your mind that you know exactly what to say to cut him and he hardly can come back from it. Stop the hurtful statements. Treat people well. Keep that stuff to yourself. Treat people well because that pleases the king. Because he reigns on the just and the unjust. What does that mean? That means just because people don't do right, he doesn't withhold his kindness. And somebody should have got real happy on that one and got excited because you and your raggedy self. 
Look how long he let you be raggedy and he still invited you to walk with him every day. He didn't withhold his kindness just because you was acting up. And so he wants us to treat people well. King Jesus didn't come down here as a gift because we were good. He came down here because we were so bad we couldn't help ourselves. So at least honor the king by treating people well. He said, love the Lord with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength, and your neighbor as yourself. And if you want to properly receive your king, you do it with sacrificial gratitude. Jesus, I'm so grateful for your love that I was sacrificed by staying sexually pure, by taking care of my body, by treating people well. And number four is by being honest. Being honest. Right, right, Sharonda. Come on, they folk that just lied just for nothing. What? You don't even have to lie about that. <laughs> why do you think God hates lies? You know why God hates lies? Because it's the signature characteristic of his arch enemy. The devil is a liar. The devil is a liar. Jesus said there's no truth in him. So when you're not honest, you sound just like the devil. And he don't want to walk every day with the devil. That's his arch enemy. He don't want to walk with the devil. And when you lie, when you're dishonest, you sound just like the devil. Psalms 101 and 7 says, He that worketh deceit shall not dwell in my house, and he that telleth lies shall not tarry in my sight. I heard a joke the other day. It was funny to me. Said a teacher asked her students, what is a lie? One student answered, it's an untruth. All right, very good. Anybody else, what's a lie? Another student answered, it's a false statement. And he said, okay, anybody else? Uh, what's a lie? And the church kid raised their hand. It's an abomination to the Lord and a very present help in trouble. Yes, it is. Yes, it is, Tony. It's a very present help in trouble. That was funny to me. And so some of us lie to get out of trouble. Some of us lie because we're ashamed of the truth. We're embarrassed by something that we don't want to admit. And some of us lie to get what we want. Some of us lie to hide our real motive. We lie to manipulate. We lie to cover up. We lie to make somebody else look bad. Or we lie to make ourselves look better. But God hates dishonesty. Stop lying. Stop lying. Dude, stop lying. Girlfriend, stop lying. Nobody trusts you now. We don't believe nothing you say. You know how we know you lying? Your lips are moving. Same way we know how the devil lying. If he talking, he lying. Do your best to be honest. Don't be a person of deceit. And that doesn't mean you have to tell everything, but what you do tell ought to be the truth. Even if you're not at liberty to tell the whole truth, can it at least be nothing but the truth? And so I don't know why God chose these four things, but that's what he told me. And it's for somebody today or everybody. It's for somebody listening. This is where I want you to start in receiving your king. Be grateful this Christmas that you have the opportunity to receive your king and receive him with sacrificial gratitude. Be sexually pure. Take care of your body. Treat people well. Be honest. All I can do is tell y'all what he said. That's what he said. It seemed like an odd combination of things, and it's not a perfectly lined up sermon. But since we're walking in the rain, we needed to end this series, this Christmas season, with the king, with the reason why we reign. And he wanted you to know how he wants to be received. So let earth receive her king. How do we receive our king? All of the above. All of the above with obedience, 
like Joseph. He said, if you love me, then keep my commandments. Just do what he asks you to do. Receive him with an amen like Mary. Don't argue with him this year. Okay. How about next year? This is next year coming up. How about you stop arguing with him? If he says ministry, then amen. If he says marriage, then amen. And, and I had to stop this morning, Sharon, because he dropped something else in me. I thought when he said that, that there are people who don't want to commit. They just want to mess around with people. And God's saying, you need to go on and get married and quit playing. So if it's marriage, amen. But then he, he showed me that there are people who have already committed to marriage that don't do marriage. They're already married. And they have yet to say amen. So since you are married, do marriage. You're married now, boo. Say amen. And if he says singleness, then amen. If he says go back to school, if he says take in these children, if he tells you to retire, if he tells you to take on this person and coach him, if he gives you more responsibility, amen. Or if he strips some things off you and tells you stop doing so much, even if he makes a total change in your plans, then amen. So receive him by obedience. Receive him with an amen. Receive him by spreading the news, just like the shepherds. This next year, we're going to level up our evangelism at this church. We're leveling up evangelism. We have to tell people about Jesus, and we're going to start with just one. We're going to start with just one. We're going to start being nobodies, telling everybody about somebody who can save anybody. We're going to be just a beggar, telling the other beggars where to find the bread. We're going to say, you've been so good to me. I cannot tell it all. But it, I wasn't going to tell nobody, but I couldn't keep it to myself. It's too good for me to keep it my, to myself. Spread the news. Receive the king. By worshiping him like the wise men and giving him your gifts. Give him your talents, your time, your treasure, tithing and offering. Tithing, offering, and then all that's in you. Offer your gifts to him this year. Offer him your gifts at a higher level, at a greater level. Perfect your gift. Work on your gift. Work your gift out and then give and keep giving. Receive your king. Receive your king by affirming who he is, like Simeon and Anna did in the temple. Can I tell you who he is? I feel like doing that one right now. Let me affirm who I'm receiving my king this, se this season. I want to affirm who he is. He is my Lord, my Savior. He's my friend, my master, my pastor, my keeper. He's the lover of my soul. He's the lifter of my head. He's a forgiver of my sins. He's the center of my joy. He's my burden bearer and my secret sharer. He's my song in the midnight. He's my peace in the storm. He's my strength in the struggle. He's my rhythm, my rhyme, and my reason. He's Noah's rainbow. He's Abraham's ram. He's Sarah's obstetrician. He's Jacob's wrestler. He's Samson's strength. He's Moses' rod. He's Ruth's wedding planner. He's David's slingshot. He's Daniel's lion tamer. He's Nehemiah's favor. He's Ezra's revival. He's Job's insurance policy. He is the lily of the valley. He's the bright and morning star. He's the rock of ages. He's the Lord God strong and mighty. He's the prince of peace. He's the king of kings. He's He's the Lord of Lords. He's my kinsman redeemer. He's the bread of life. He's the resurrection and the life. He's the way, the truth, and the life. He's the good shepherd. He's a good shepherd. He's the light of the world. He's the door of the sheep. He's a true vine. He's a way maker, miracle worker, promise keeper, heart fixer, mind regulator, soul saver, body healer, trouble mover, problem solver. He is King Jesus, and he reigns forever. So let us. Receive 
her king, and we receive him with sacrificial gratitude, sexual purity, taking care of our bodies, treat people well, be honest. So will you be intentional this year coming up about receiving your king? And some of you who are in this building and some of you listening on this live stream need to receive him right now. Right now. This Christmas, the best thing that you can do is to receive your king. It's to receive your king. And so we're going to give you that opportunity right now. Everybody doesn't get it. Do you understand that you can't even come to God unless he calls you? So if you're listening to the word today, if you stopped on this station today, if you're in this room today, it's because he called you, not because you decided to come. And oh, what a privilege is. I'm so grateful that he called me. And so he's calling you right now. So whether you're listening there, wherever you are right now, you may not even see this till later on tonight. You may not see it till Christmas Eve. But where are you, wherever you are right now, and those of you that are in this house, let's receive him. Some of you for the first time. And some of you for the first time with a full understanding that you've received him. And so pray this prayer with me. Lord Jesus, I believe in you and I receive you into my heart. Forgive me for everything I've done wrong and save me. And I thank you, God, for saving me. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. That's all it takes. That's all it takes. If you prayed that prayer and you meant it in your heart, we believe that you have received the king. And we want you to know what your next steps are. There's a book I want you to have that's called Salvation 101. I want to get you that book. So put in the comments right now that you received Jesus, either for the first time or you've rededicated today. And if you have done that, put it in there and we will get that book to you. Or you can go to newantioch-aliante.org. Press the connect button and the same thing. We'll get you into a, a, a community group, a small group that we have all over the city. And we'll get you that book. And there's actually another book called The Enoch Experience. And that will teach you how to walk with God every day. We'll get you that book as well. If you would just put that in the comment section. And if you're in the sanctuary right now and you prayed that prayer and you meant it, we believe that God is in your heart right now. But we still want to connect with you. I would love to be your pastor. Those of you who listen, I'd love to be your pastor. I would love for you to be part of our church family. We would be excited to have you here with us. You get all of this on a daily basis to become a part of this family. And so if there's anyone here, if you're here and you prayed that prayer and you meant it in your heart and you're ready for that, you've, you've made that dedication to God or you've rededicated, just raise your hand where you are. Just raise your hand. Anybody? We make sure I don't miss anybody. Raise your hand and say, yes, I received Jesus today. Amen. Amen. Jesus, we pray for those that are here right now. God, as your presence goes up and down the aisles, I ask you to seal the word that they heard today. God, let them hear the word gratitude all this week. Let them hear it all next year. Let them understand the sacrifice that you require to walk with you. God, touch now. Change lives now. Deliver now, set free now, seal this word in our heart, God. We are so grateful to be a part of you.
We just want to be with you, God. So again, God, bless today. Change lives today. Do what you want to do in our hearts and in our souls. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Now, one more thing I want you all to do, because I want you to experience what Jesus is asking for you to do. And I need you just where you are right now. Just take a moment and think about where you would be if God had not saved you. I want to see somebody that is grateful to be saved. Let me see some gratitude in this room. Just think about where you would have been. Just think about what you would have been doing and give him a thank you. Give him a God I'm glorified. God I understand. If you had not saved me, I would have lost part of our church if you would like to be a member put it in the comment section or if you're here there's a welcome table right outside just stop there and say I'm ready to join this church this is where God is blessing me to be we thank God for the, the children's staff the children's program last night was amazing it was excellent and thank you all because y'all showed up you showed up for the children last night thank you so much for that uh, tonight, the Central Children are having their program at 6 p.m. So if you like me, can't get enough for Christmas, let's uh, uh, go and support the, the Central Children 
uh, at our central campus on tonight at 6 p.m. I do want to say this week, I need you to get your tickets to the gala. New Antioch Christian Fellowship Incorporated is 20 years old on the first Sunday in January, and we're having a, a gala formal event to celebrate what God has done for us for the last 20 years. The tickets are $100. Uh, go to any of our websites, but you need to go to newantioch.org or newantioch-aliante. They're on that as well. .org. Press the the flyer for the 20th anniversary or go to events um, and you need to fill it fill out to let me know you're coming if you put it in the offering we don't know that you bought a ticket you have to go through that site to be a ticket if you did do that and you put it in the regular offering look for that flyer right there if you put it in the regular offering you need to tell us let us know oh I didn't know I put it in the offering go ahead to that site and fill out who all's coming uh, with you um, Amen. There are flyers out there, and our, um, the greeters have a flyer. So, and the um, how to buy the ticket is on the flyer. Uh, so please do that. We need to tell them by the 23rd. I need you to do it by the 23rd if you're going to be with us, especially our staff. Uh, do it by the 23rd so we have a count. Uh, we have about 50 tickets left, so uh, we do need you all to let us know that you're coming so we can give them a count. Uh, this week. Amen. Amen. I'm going to tell you guys a real short testimony. I told you we were trying to finish the year uh, uh, in the black instead of in the red. We're, we're, uh, we want to build. We're building a church. We are building a church on Sunrise Mountain. And so everything that we do financially is going to help us get uh, secured loans and things. So I really wanted to finish the year in the black. And I didn't know that we were as uh, behind at Aliante as we were at Central. So Central was about, it was $13,000 behind. Uh, and I just asked God for it and asked the people um, to, to just give. Make sure you tithe and, and whatever extra that you have to give. And do you all know in three weeks that that deficit went from 13000 to 3000 we just need $3,000 more to get in the black at our central campus. And so I found out today we're in the same situation. We're about $13,000 away. But God got it. Some of it, he got it. He put it in your pocket. And he's telling you to give some of it back. Uh, but let's pray because I really want to end this year uh, in the black. Even if it's $15 in the black, I want it black. I like black. What is it? Um, and so, Father, in the name of Jesus, God, you see the need at our church. You know what we're trying to do. You know what you're going to do for us. And so, God, we're asking you for it. Move on the hearts of the people. Somebody listening right now may have it. But to touch the hearts of the people, God. And we need you to turn this around in two weeks. And we're just going to believe you for it, God. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Amen and amen. And so um, we, we, whatever special offer you can give throughout the week or next week, um, please do that. We got a lot of stuff going on. Do we have um, the flyer for what's happening the rest of the year? Okay. We don't have that one. All right. So we have our end of the year fast coming up. It is going to be amazing. We have our watch night service. Our, our New Year's service is always off the chain. And this year is going to be a pre-anniversary service. Uh, and so we got a lot. And then we have the gala. So we have a lot going on. So get on our website. Get on our Facebook pages and scroll through and get all the announcements. We have a great, great year coming through for the end of the 2021 going into 2022 it's going to be amazing at new antioch christian fellowship at this time we're going to turn you over uh the rest of the service over to our co-pastor uh, pastor sharonda manor foster Our pastor for that word on this afternoon oh that was good I heard y'all saying ouch and some of y'all we knew that was you she was talking about and some of we knew that was us we needed that right here uh, before Christmas um, I'm standing right before we leave because I did want to acknowledge um, our team our staff that works here at the ministry um, y'all last Saturday we had a blast 
Oh my goodness, we had an all-team appreciation, and that's for everybody who serves in the ministry. Um, and then we had some friends of the ministry to give us some gifts to give away to the team. And so we were able to give away some great stuff. We had a raffle, and I did want the team to understand it was a raffle. Like, it wasn't supposed to be everybody get something. And so if your name wasn't pulled in the raffle, uh, we, uh, it was a raffle. <laughs> That's all I could say. Um, we end up giving away more than what we thought we were going to be able to because, really, we just had some great friends of the ministry to say, let us help you bless the team. Because these people serve year-round. They serve day in, day out. They serve through the pandemic. And, y'all, these people in here don't get paid. But they stand on their spot, and they give, and they give, and they give, and we count on them to uh, run this ministry because really the four of us pastors could not do it without them and so we did just want to say thank you we did an all staff on that Saturday um, but on today we want to appreciate the servant leaders and so there are servant leaders that they sign on to be a servant leader they say I'll live differently to serve at the church they sign a code of conduct which all volunteers should do that but servant leaders take another step they make another commitment. And so we always want to acknowledge those that stand. And so last Sunday, we did have the opportunity to uh, just give a little thank you to our department directors. And so I just want y'all to stand just so that we can um, see them. So y'all know who the people are that have said, I'll serve in this house. Um, God gave me a thing. He said, um, there are people that will come to the church and support the church. And so they come every Sunday and they come and they get the word and they're here. He said, and then there's another set of people that are for the house. And those people that are for the house, they stand and they work in the house. They make sure, they'll put part of the house on their back and they'll tell the leadership, I'll help you carry this. I'll help you get this done. We'll tend to this corner of the vineyard. And so those people that we are going to acknowledge, just appreciate on this afternoon, they say, I'm going to stand in, in this house. And so our directors, of course, the whole pastoral team. And so, of course, Dr. Parson is on that team. Pastor Darian is on that team. Pastor Rene is on that team. Keith and Amber Calhoun are on that team of directors. Andrea Hunter is on that team of directors. Minister Arnett Coleman is on that team of directors. Uh, uh, James Mays is on that team. All of these people say, I will stand. I'm a director in this house, and they lead uh, teams. And I'm on that team. Thank you, James. Thank you, thank you. Um, and then there's another set of people that these are the servant leaders. And so at our appreciation, Pastor Darren, you come help me. We were not able to um, hand these out because we was handing out a whole bunch of stuff on that Saturday. Uh, some of them are not here. Um, and so we'll just go through it. But we did want you to see um, who they are. This is our leader of our servant leaders and our ministers in training. And so our first two are our co-leads with Pastor Darian, and that's Liz Sanford and Rosalind Coffey, but I don't see them. But if we call your name, just rush up and get it, and we'll keep going. Champagne Travis is a servant leader. Faith Johnson is a servant leader. Do y'all think we should give it to them if they didn't come to church today? Oh, okay, they're online. Okay, so we're going to give it to them because they say they're online. Mr. Isaiah Sweet, I don't know. I don't know. But you know what? Let me just say this. Some of them are the seasoned saints, and they had their Christmas gathering last night, so they might be still stretched out. <laughs> Jacqueline Harris-Smith is in the house. Come on, Jackie. Thank you. Josh Smith. Josh is in the house, y'all. These are the people who have dedicated themselves to this house. Um, I don't think Ken Lambie is here. His wife is here. That kind of count. That kind of count. That his wife is here. Lamia Richardson is here. Y'all, Lamia serves in this house. She stands strong. Lamia said, y'all give me a piece of this ministry. I'll put it on my back. Thank you, Lamia. Marias Richardson is in the house. 
standing strong. His wife, Chantel, is in the house. Mariah is the minister, financier. He does a little bit of everything. Chantel is the lead of our dance team. Both of them are on the prayer teams. Y'all, they just stand. Uh, Pam Lambie is not here on today. Shay Cruz Lambie is in the house. She is the lead of our greeter team. Thank you, Shay. Stephanie Cepeda, I don't see Stephanie Cepeda in the house. Sean Richardson is in the house. Y'all, we just got a lot of Richardsons. We got two couples of Richardsons. That's what those Richardsons is rolling. Sean is man on the spot. Wherever you need him, he's there. Thank you, Sean. Tisha Regan. Come on, Tisha. I was so missed. Thank you, Tisha. Who else is that? Miss Geneva. I don't see Miss Geneva. I don't see Miss Denise. I'm, you know what? I'm going to put some of these cars back. And the other two people are Tony Mays and James Mays that serve in the house. If I didn't call your name, uh, some of you, I have yours um, because I did not call Ray Nod Hunter. But Ray Nod, I have your envelope. I have your envelope. And so I do believe that is it. If I didn't call your name, look at Ray. Ray, come on up here so I can. Uh, <laughs> Let me cross out one of these names and give Ray his because uh, Ray Nod Jr., because he's always here. I do have your envelope. I do have your envelope. All right, and so I do believe that is all. Again, thank you, team. Y'all, let's applaud this team. This ministry don't work without them. This ministry does not work without them. And so we do say thank you. We said thank you for that. Be on the watch out for what's going to be happening as we go into the new year. We will be fasting. We do our end of the year fast. We have revival. We have prayer all day on those three days leading up. And again, on the 31st, we will do our pre-anniversary um, celebration. So be on the lookout and be in the know. Yes, I believe that is it. Father God, we say thank you for this time. Thank you for those that serve in this ministry. God, we say thank you. Thank you for the just one. God, we're looking, we're looking. Show us who that just one is. God, as you enlarge the territory of this ministry, God, as you pour out of heaven that which you are giving unto us, we say thank you. Keep us safe, God. Keep us safe as we go into this Christmas uh, weekend, God, and let us remember that this is really all about you. And so, God, we say thank you as we go from this place. It's in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen, amen. Our sanctuary attendants will make sure that we get out safely. And thank you all again. Thank you for tuning in today. We hope this message really reached you. If you'd like to know more about our campuses, you can visit our central campus at newantioch.org. That's N-E-W-A-N-T-I-O-C-H dot org. Or for our Aliante campus, you can visit us at newantioch-aliante.org. That's N-E-W-A-N-T-I-O-C-H dash A-L-I-A-N-T-E. If you'd like to sow a seed into this ministry, you can do so by texting New Antioch to 77977 for Aliante Campus or for Central Campus, that's New Antioch Central at 77977.